You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening and welcome to Real Talk, where we have real conversations about business, entertainment, and lifestyle. I am your host, Angelita the Coach, and this is episode 16, Awareness. So it is just me in the studio, right? Like, you know, usually I have more people in here with me, but it's just me and Randy hanging out. Hey, Randy. Hello. (laughs) All right. So before, um, uh, this is episode 16, Awareness. And um, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So we're going, I am going to talk about uh, those two things. But before we get started, I'm going to thank our sponsors. Come experience friendly professional hair braiders at My Sister and Me Hair Braiding Salon in Detroit. We practice natural hair care and hair growth, specializing in protective style in which we braid your hair not brains. My Sisters and Me Hair Braiding Salon offers comfortable, friendly, and relaxing environment. Visit them at 18443 Livernois Avenue in Detroit, Michigan, or you can go to their website at www.msm24hrhairbraiding.com. That's www.msm24hrhairbraiding.com. Okay. So, again, um, it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, um, something that I definitely wanted um, to touch on um, and talk and spend a little time this evening discussing as well as um, breast cancer awareness. Um, with that being said, I myself, I'm actually going to share a little tidbit with you guys. I normally don't share too much um, of my personal being business and all of that good stuff. I try to keep it business, but I am a domestic violence survivor. So in my teenage years and my early um, adulthood, I was in a domestic violence relationship for a few years. Um, so definitely, um, I think it's very important that we as women and men share our truth tell our truth um, and not be afraid. Um, I know with domestic violence, um, we kind of shy away from talking about it because it definitely is a touchy subject. um, And it just, um, it kind of hits home. And and a lot of people don't like to share because um, one, you know, you can get uh, retaliation from your abuser, um, you know, family. There's just a lot of different things that play um, in that part where people don't discuss those areas. So just to kind of give you, I have some statistics here that I wanted to share with you all. Um, and first of all, what is domestic violence? Domestic violence is the willful intimidation, physical assault, battery, sexual assault, and or other abusive behavior as part of a systematic pattern of power and control. Um, by another intimate partner against another. It includes physical violence, sexual violence, threats, and emotional physical abuse. The frequency and severity of domestic violence varies dramatically. Um, In the United States, an average of 20 people experience intimate partner physical violence every minute. So if you just look at that alone, like an average of 20 people are are experiencing physical, 
violence every minute. That equates to more than 10 million abuse victims annually. Um, one in four women and one in nine men experience severe, intimate partner physical violence. You smell good? Um, all right y'all that's that's mr king wesley he over here smelling like a snack gonna come sit next to me okay now back to what i was saying look (laughs) happy birthday okay one in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner physical violence Intimate partner contact, sexual violence, and or intimate partner stalking will impact such uh, injuries as fearlessness and PSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. I have to go back and read that because when you hear domestic violence so much, you think of the woman being abused by the man. Absolutely. However, it's not just women that experience domestic violence, domestic abuse. Men are also abused and they experience domestic violence and domestic abuse. Verbal and uh, exactly. So uh, according to the statistics, one in four women experience it, but there's also one in nine men who experience it. So, you know, this is definitely a conversation, um, you know, that I want to have because men also experience domestic violence and domestic abuse. And I think that it's hidden more. I honestly think this um, statistic, I actually think it's a little bit more than one in nine men. Absolutely. And I think that because, um, you know, men, you know, they don't they don't discuss it's, it. It's just manly for it's, us to keep certain things to ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, and that's the other thing why, you know, King is in here and he can definitely give his his um, side of that because exactly you're the man. So you're supposed to, you know, be the provider and you're supposed to basically just take it all in and not say anything. Right. Right. They, you know, they say we we're built for everything almost, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? From the, from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. But, and and it's also what I've noticed to go along with the physical and mental, you know, abuse and things of that nature. It's like, it's not even like, they don't even want us to like vent and complain about too much of anything, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. things that go on in, in relationships, you know what I'm saying? Because it's, mo- it's mainly looked at as a man who's uh, causing these things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, up, oh, you're getting payback from something, you know right, what I mean? Right, but that's, right. that, that's not always necessarily the case. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, as a man that, that, that has been a victim of verbal, verbal abuse in a, in a marriage, in my previous, in my first marriage, I was, Oh, she, she used to, you know, freak, mm-hmm. freaking flyer with the F words. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The mm-hmm. B words and all this, this, that, and the other because she was um, what they considered the breadwinner. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She made more money than me. And okay. you know what I mean? I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't do her like that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I just, I would talk to my homeboys about it and they'd be like, man, how is you letting that fly? Your name King. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Like, you know. And then me carrying my name, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, can you allowing this to go on and that, that, that? I'm like, man, listen, I love the woman. You know, she was drinking. We, right. we I can look past it, mm-hmm. but actually, that caused me to carry like baggage into my, you know, into my other relationships and things, you know, that happened before my, my, you know, my current marriage. Um, just certain things I wouldn't allow. You know what right. I'm saying? Even right. like I, it got to the point where, you know. In a relationship, sometimes you're not yelling, but sometimes you raise your voice, the woman, 
<laughs> raise a voice. So I have to like, hey man, who you think you're talking to? You know, you know what, what I'm saying? Look, you see how I look because I'm because I'm guilty of that of like you know kind of like raising my voice, but it's not, and I always say because this is true. To, this is true because. I'm not necessarily it well, okay, I'll take that back. In some cases I probably am raising my voice at the person. But in also in some cases, I'm not raising my voice at the person. I'm raising my voice at the situation. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You're passionate about it. Yeah. And so it seems as though and I've been told, like, hey, you know, I just asked you a question and you yelled at me. You know, and it's like, no, I I didn't yell at you and I apologize, but I yelled I yelled at the you bet not. No. No, I no. yelled at the situation. <laughs> see, she thought or, I was about to come out. No, I'm not coming for you. Because you know, I can. Because you know, I can text some stuff. Okay. See, and that's okay. and that's that was a, that was another thing I was going to hit on, like with text messages. Yeah. Like, and I learned this in acting, like with my acting coaches, like when someone puts something in all caps, you yelling. Not necessarily. Yes, you are. No, you're not. It's not always. It's not, I'm not gonna say never, but it's not always that you're yelling. You may just be emphasizing something like "look." You, you, I need you to. Oh no, look! Use an ex- exclamation mark. See, it, it, it's it, <laughs> and then you got to pay attention to the the tone. I mean, just what's going on in the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I got a friend that's on Facebook right now. His name is John Williams. He runs a a, a beautiful program, um, like some similar to mine, like Killing's Whack, but it's entitled Save Detroit. And I clown him all the time because. I can go on Facebook and I can show you everything is in capital letters and he can be just talking about, you know, I had a great day today. You know what I mean? And it's just, everything is in cap. So I said, man, listen, man, would you stop yelling at us? Me picking one. He's like, nah, bro, my my Mm -hmm. caps lock's broke, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Something like that. But that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. You know, you can just be passionate about, you know, what you're saying and depending on the space that the other person is in, this is, and this is what we have to do as people. Mm-hmm. We have to step outside of ourselves and put ourselves in those people's shoes. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, especially if we know something similar to the situation that they, they, they may, you know, if you got a past history with something, I got, I should be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. just not as your friend, but just as a person, right. you know, we learn how to talk to people. True. You know what I mean? And sometimes like I, I edify that, like when I send a text and sometimes when it's in capital letters, it's not me yelling. Mm-hmm. It, it's me just, Hey, look, this is look. This is what is going on. No, no, but some. I mean, even some. Some of the messages may have came off just kind of like left, but that's neither here nor there. No, no. Normally not. I think it would be more or less you telling me. Oh, is this Virgo? Is this a Virgo? Yeah, because sometimes, because sometimes it can be. Sometimes, (laughs) but I love you anyway. You know, you're my boy. You're my brother. (laughs) Um. Okay, so one in seven, I think, okay, one in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. This includes a range of behavior and in some cases might not be considered domestic violence. But here's my thing, though. Now, as far as you said, you experienced um, verbal mm-hmm. abuse. You know, there are men that also experience physical, physical abuse. Yeah, I, I and I guess in a sense I did too because she I, she destroyed a couple pair of my cardiac glasses. She bleached my clothes. That's like, physical abuse to your fi- material. Stuff. But it's still physical abuse because I paid for it. <laughs> that does not it's mentally and is, it's just tearing me apart. That does That's how it works. That does not mean the same. Them glasses and them clothing was not. Okay. 
keep no your king. hands to yourself. No king. No people. But but basically, and that's what it. And you know, and that's really what it all stems to. Like, who gives you the right? You know what I'm saying? To put your hands on another human being. Exactly. You know. And first of all, like you know, when it says one in three women, um, experience physical violence. One in four men. Now, in most cases. Men, and I had to say in most cases. In most cases. Most cases, men are stronger than women. Yeah. Um, In some cases, maybe not so much, but it's like, okay, lady, you know, this, if this man was to turn around and do what you just did to him, like the power, the impact. He's going to jail. That, yeah. It's gonna going to be totally to different, you know. So. And that's another thing. Like, you hit me. I got. I just got to leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, I've never put my hand on a woman. I never even called a woman a b word. But if you hit me, I because the law because of the law, I have to leave. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, it's like I can't defend myself. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I could be leaving the property and you still hit me, and then what I do? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, and, and 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 depending on how you were raised, you you know, you let it fly, or you you know. Hey man, chill out. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I've I've seen even some cases uh, where a man has put a woman in a, in a restraint, and he still went to jail. Mm. Like, man, I was. Well, that's because he probably had some because he touched her. Correct? She hit him. She hit him. Mm. He still went to jail. Now he beat the case because of witnesses. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he hit him. he she, she hauled off and knocked the cowboy. Sugar honey iced tea out of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he just mm-hmm. grabbed her. Like, look, you're not gonna keep hit. Don't put mm-hmm. your hands on me. Mm-hmm. And it was her daddy that was the witness. Mm-hmm. Her daddy told him, like, man, that's a grown man. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't raise you to do that. Yeah. You never seen me put your hand, my hands on your mama. Why is you doing this to this man? You know what I'm saying? So it, it's it's just one of those situations, man. Um. You know, yeah, men have in the you know in the past been more guilty of it mm-hmm. on paper, mm-hmm. but that's on paper though. Like, what about the things that aren't being told because yeah. of we're because be, we're men, right? And we can't. It, we got to be looked at in a certain light. I was just getting ready to say most men, you know, that have a, that are experienced domestic violence or abuse, you're you're mm-hmm. a man, you know, and men I think are held at a totally different standard to where, you know, it's more harder for them to come out and say, hey. This is what's being on because I, I, you're going to yeah. be called a punk or you're yeah, going to be called a coward. Yeah, you're a coward. Exactly. And then if you put your hands on a woman, oh man, you a H nigga. You you mm-hmm. you were this, mm-hmm. you were that, you were this. So mm-hmm. it's like one of those situations, man. It's like, man, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know. And then that's not to t- and you know and that that's for the men who. um who are being physically abused. Um, but then, you know, you still have the women, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I shared, and mm-hmm. I think you've even seen the post on Facebook and I had told the listeners, um, earlier when we come, when we came on, you know, that that's something that I had experienced, you know, in my teenage years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like, I, you know, I guess I'm trying to figure out like, what is the point? Like, where are you trying to go? What are you trying to gain? What you know, like what is the motive to try and have so much control over one person? You know what it is. What I what it, what I've like, you know, with researching and knowing both sides. You know what I'm saying? What the man who hit the woman and the woman who hit the man. It's like the comprehension between the two. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, me and you could be in a relationship, 
and our communication, because they say communication is everything, right? Mm-hmm. No, it's the comprehension. Because you can be telling me every or everything, communicating to the T. Mm-hmm. If I'm not comprehending it, it's like, but then you stay in it. You stay in a relationship, and you started communicating, and I'm just choosing not to comprehend, and you just ran out of words. Mm-hmm. And then p- depending on whatever the situation comes, it's not giving you the 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 go ahead to haul off and knock the crap out of me. But it's like I've ran out. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. some people just they just find themselves, you know. In that scenario to where it's like, I don't know what else to say. Maybe mm-hmm. if I knock the crap out of you, then you'll get it. But that's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You should just leave. Right. Because the moment you feel like you got to put your hands on me or I got to put my hands on you, yeah. it's time to go. Yeah. See, you know, my situation was a little, it was, it was, well, obviously that wasn't the case. It was more or less, you don't need friends. I'm the only friend you'll need. You don't need family. Mm, I'm the only family you need. So not only did you have that whole, you know, um, physical abuse, but you also had that controlling mentality. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where I didn't need anybody but you and your family. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I didn't need to have friends. And how did you feel about like when he when when uh, what I'm gonna say he how when he would say that to you? Like you what know, space were you in? I don't know. I really don't know. I think I was so young. And just, you know, like I didn't have like the fam, you know, I didn't have yeah. support. Let's just keep it real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have the family report. I was a family um, support. You know, I was young and it was just kind of like, well, if I leave, where am I going to go? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I didn't have anywhere to go. So that fear of it, not knowing what to do or right. where to go, that I, I get it. You know it it caused you to stay. Yeah, yeah you stay. Like, and then for me, I had two small, I had two small children too. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I have what they call Irish twins. Yeah. You know, they're 11 months apart. Yeah. So it was always the threat of, you know, if you, you can leave. But how are you going to manage? But you're not taking these kids. Or that too. Yeah. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man. So, Come yeah. On, that's the mama, it was, man. How yeah, you going to do was, that? It was a, it was, it was a so, lot of that. That's dirty, man. It was, it was a lot It'd of that. be dirty out Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, yeah, woo, I'm going to have a whole podcast about that one. That's dirty. Like, <laughs> yeah. But but that's how, but that is how it But see, in my case, my, in, in my marriage right now, <laughs> you know what she say? You leave, you taking your kids <laughs> with you. <laughs> You leave it. You leave it. Take, take them with you. Take them with you. But no, nah, man, that's dirty. Yeah, 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 definitely. To do that to a young woman with yeah. two and children. It's like, and you knew what you type of man are you, though? But you knew you could do it. You know what I'm saying? Was he older? He was older. He was probably, I think he's five or four years, uh, four See, or five years older than manipulative stuff, man. But that's, very, 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 very. And then, you know, you had your family on your side. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, no matter what. I was always the, you know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm wrong. I'm yeah. wrong about everything. And I'm like, how am I wrong? That was dirty. You know, how am I wrong? This is a man, first of all. Yeah. And then he's older. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, step up, man up. Yeah. Be the man Be the man that you, you got a daughter. Be the man that you want your daughter to meet. Yeah. How about that? Would you want your daughter to date you? That's the type of question exactly. that keeps me in check. Exactly. Like, what am I demonstrating? I ain't going to say forget what me and my wife, you know, how I'm making her feel. But what am I demonstrating to my daughter that she can take mm-hmm. and resound on when she it becomes that time? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So the wife gets the bonus because of, I'm demonstrating something mm-hmm. for my daughters. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
she she reaps the benefits of it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's like today. I took you know took my baby out on a, on, a, on a lunch date. You know what I'm saying? Took the little ones to the mall. You know what I'm saying? Let them play around. Like things like that. You they have to see that mm-hmm. that all that. Absolutely. And I and even though I'm guilty of saying this, uh, guilty. I've I've yelled. You know what I'm saying at my wife, but I've got out of that habit. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't even. Perfect. Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. As long as you continuously working on mm-hmm. yourself, and I, like I said, you can identify. Like, hey, I was wrong. Right. And that's some. That's one of the biggest things. Like, can you admit when you're wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you man or woman yeah. enough to admit when you're wrong? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So as a man, and I, I, I had to do that. I, I, the first person I check is myself. I look in the mirror. I don't care what the argument mm-hmm. is about. I don't care how right I am in the situation. Mm-hmm. What part did I play in it mm-hmm. to make her get in this disposition? Yeah. Even if, if she, even if she's 100 percent wrong. Yeah. What did I do? And see, and you know that part right there took me a while to get to like, okay, what part did you play in this? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because before I'd be like, no, no, no. Because we all play call, a part. All, right. We know? all play a part. So, yeah. Yeah. We all play a part. Definitely. Definitely. Great so, topic. So, I know, right? I was trying to come up with something today and I was like, ah, what are we, King and I going to, huh? Does not, she not on the show. Oh, next month. <laughs> She next one. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Okay. Moving right along here. Um, <laughs> uh, one in seven women and one in 25 men have been injured by an intimate partner. Hey, y'all. She rude. She just stopped me and just to <laughs> do it for the gram real quick. <laughs> Only my uh, co-host. Only my um, and one in ten women have been raped by an intimate partner. Partner, um, data is unavailable on male victims, but you know it has happened. It happened. And, you and, know and, it has and, happened. And pause right there, because once again, a man has to be a man. Did you really get raped, bro? Or did you enjoy it? No, I know two men right now who suffer from that. Really? Yeah, and wow. and they're you know they're they're fairly popular men. That's you know one I I'm, I'm doing a film with currently. I won't put his name out. Um, and then another one. He he's a, but now you, he, he's don't, a, just don't say the name of the movie. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> I'm doing a couple movies. Okay, good. Um, good, good. And then the other is uh, he's an Instagram uh comedian, like very very funny, and he talks about that. Like, man, I was molested. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it kind of like it affected him on how he deals with women like to yeah. this day. And both of them, t- they they share this with me. And it's like, wow. You know what I'm saying? How many men are going through this? And then you, you sit back and you play, you know, you you you, you play back the th- your experiences and the other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. And you see how they're, they're, they're you know, they're the men treated them and they might have been you know, whorish, uh, whatever, you know, promiscuous mm-hmm. and things like that. But what's the backstory? Exactly. What, what what was yeah. demonstrated to them young? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like kids, especially little boys in their younger lives, you know, things happen. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, older cousins, uh, outside, you know, yeah. you know, outside are, people. Yeah. Like you just don't know what happened to people or, or why people turned, uh, you know, to the same sex. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, some people born that way. I feel like that. And then some people, things happen, happen to you for you. And to, it's yeah. just, and then man, what I feel is, you know, as men really, and, and, and as, as people, we don't do counseling like enough. Oh, we just deal with stuff. Like that's just I'm just how gonna put it out there. I'm just gonna be real. I'm just gonna say the black community 
We just deal with stuff. We just deal with stuff, but it's like, okay, you need to go. How much see. are I supposed to deal with? Right, exactly. And still exactly. wake up happy, exactly. and cheerful, upbeat. And and and, and, and what we got to remember, you know, when we by ourselves, that's when things hit us mm-hmm. in the cars, mm-hmm. in the bed, mm-hmm. at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We sitting up and wonder why people was, you know, overdosing on drinking, drugs, exactly. and stuff like that. You know, committing suicide. It's, we, everything. Man, like we don't do that enough, man. So if all my viewers out there that's listening in on Instagram and over the airways, man, like if you know someone or you that someone, man, do not feel less of a, a man or a woman to seek mm-hmm. counseling, seek therapy, some in some form or fashion, man, because you Absolutely. know it, it's affecting you. I don't mm-hmm. care how strong of a person that you portray to be, it's going to affect you. And if it is not affecting you directly, guess what? It's, it's going to get you to your kids and your offsprings mm-hmm. somehow. You know what I'm saying? You got to We got to do better as a whole. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and then also, one in seven win- women and one in eighteen men have been stalked. Stalking wow. causes the target to fear she, he, they, or someone close to him, her, them will be harmed or killed. Let me tell you, I experienced that stalking thing too, okay? Because when I finally left the situation, the stalking came. Mm. Drive past your house. But you the the one that couldn't manage, though. Okay. If I can't have you, can't nobody have you type deal. Uh, It even got to the point one time he came through my living room window because a car was parked in my driveway. He, he not being he, he bruh man you he, he came through the window yes. I ain't being funny yes. but man he I had came. I had to laugh on it because I can see brother man coming through yes like, uh, from, yes man. he came through the window oh. he came through my living room window yes wow yes 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 now was it was somebody in there for real yeah it was somebody in there it was a car parked in my driveway well, we talk right. about it over here what <laughs> Moving right, right along. Moving like, right along. That's like, stalking, That's man. straight up stalkerish. That's a stalker. Then, straight then, up. To the men. To the men. I'm talking to the fellas. Listen. That's not cute, bro. But here's the thing, though, too. But women, y'all got some stalkerish tendencies, too. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not cute to get stalked. No, no. Like, we not. sometimes, I've been around men who may be telling the, the whole truth. In some cases, they be they, they cap. You know, they be capping. That's the new word for boosting and lying. Oh, like, okay. they capping, like, I mean. I they, capping they, was like, when I cap on you, like, your mama's so ugly. That, that's not you know? the new cap. Oh, okay. The, the new I'm cap old. is you're lying. Okay. So, <laughs> like, don't harp on that. Like, don't, that's nothing to brag about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because that person, you don't know what's going on mentally with that person. And you sitting out here, ha, 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 ha. And that's he, a, he high, yeah. And you wind up, or one of your family members wind up somewhere in the trunk, tied up. And see, and that was the thing, you know, it's, it was, man. it was like, you coming through, you don't know what, when you come through, when you came through the window, you don't have anything. You don't know what was on the other side of the wall. On the other side waiting for you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But when you just have that mentality of, <laughs> if I can't have you, can't nobody have you. No, you don't care. You do not care. And then I, that's crazy because some people will look at that as love. Oh, he just loved, he loved me. He loved, exactly. What? He just loved me. He crazy about me. Yeah, he crazy. And you crazy for thinking that's love. Absolutely. 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 Man, I don't want that kind of love. You got to come through my kitchen window on me at night. I don't want it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't exactly. want it. You can just tell me, baby, show up. Show up when it's time to show out. Don't come to my window. Mm-mm. Yeah. Move right along. <laughs> right. I'm just like, woo. So, sexual assault. One in five women and one in 59 men. And I'm going to say this again. When it comes to these statistics for the men, I, I do not think that they are correct. I think it's more yeah. than what I'm reporting. And mind you, I'm getting my my statistics from the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. So um, you're NCADV. more than welcome yep, to go to their website, www.ncadv.org. Um, but sexual assault, one in five women and one in 59 men in the United States is raped during his or her lifetime. Um, Again, I, it's like those like, numbers... Definitely, probably they they definitely up there. I mean, because my the thing is, what I don't get it. Why you? Why you gotta you, take it? Why it you, ain't even the same. Why would that be fun and like? Um, like I don't even. I I can't even get in the mood with my wife if she's not feeling up to par. If I know she's sick, I can be. Man, I could be the horniest little dog running. But then, but then again, you know that goes back to what was that? What happened to that person? What happened to that person in their childhood? Because it's always a backstory. Yeah, there's always a backstory of why. How we're looking at it, like how could you? There's a reason. There's now my a, wife just be like, "You should just tap me and took it." No, that's that's kind of like rapist. Don't put her business. Man, I'm like man, we, I'm married. I can do this. <laughs> don't put her this for this. I need like to talk that. to my Instagram people. <laughs> who don't understand? Look, I'm married. I'm happily married, man. I'm going on nine years of That's doing this, so I can talk about this. Don't put her out of her business. Hey, I got you. I got a Virgo. You don't know what she do. <laughs> Virgos ain't no joke. Look. You know what I'm saying? Homicide, and this is, and this right here is really horrible because nine times out of ten, or in so many situations, I'm not gonna say nine times out of ten. In so many situations, domestic violence, domestic view, abuse, it turns into where someone has unfortunately lost their life. One in three females murder victim. I'm sorry. One in three female murdered victims and one in 20 male murder victims are killed by an intimate partner. I definitely, again, the statistics for the, for the male is definitely higher. You can't, you can't give me 20 men, stand 20 men in front of me and tell me only one That's is like a victim. That's like one in five. One yeah, in ten, you can't tell me one, one is a victim because we hear it so often on the news. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, Either, that, that, that triangle. Yeah. That, some, some, that murder-suicide. Exactly. We, we hear, hear that too, too often. often. Too often in, in both cases, whether it's the female, whether it's the male. Look, here's now, the thing. Let and me say something. And it'll all be the same sex sometimes. I'll be like, oh, wow. Lord Jesus what about God. those numbers? Um, I got some of them numbers in here, too, <laughs> while, you, <laughs> while you playing. Um, but I love me too much. I, man, listen. I love me too much that... I'm not. I'm not going to jail. Because I'm not going to jail for you. I love you too much. Listen, man. Let me tell you like this. It's it's about eight billion people in the world, man. Uh, if we can't figure it out, <laughs> I got it. There's no options out here. But here's the thing, though. This is the crazy thing. Even when we're talking about uh, murder victims, a study of intimate partner homicides found 20 percent of victims were family members. Or friends of the abused partner, neighbor, or a person who intervened, law enforcement responders, mm-hmm. or bystanders that were killed. Um, 
you know, in these situations. So it's not necessarily the victim, the, vic- yeah. the victims that are being killed, but it's people that are, you know, um, involved. involved. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's definitely true because I, ha- I have a friend to this day. She is my she is. I consider her a best friend. We've been friends since the eighth grade. She was there, you know, and through the start of that relationship, through the end of that relationship. She's still in my life to this day. And he could not stand her. He hated her guts. Mm. He hated her guts because he was like he would always say, anytime you two get together, it's just always bad. Mm -hmm. But no, it wasn't bad. She was my safe haven. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That was that was where I went to get away from you. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it didn't matter. You would always show up at her house. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. All right. Hey everybody that lives. I know this 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 topic, these topics are juicy, man. But if you want to call in, you can call in at 248-838-3661. We would love to hear some of your stories briefly, um, some of your insight on some of the topics that we talked about. Um, once again, you can call in at 248-838-3661. And then we have briefly talked about the like the murder the murder suicide. Um, seventy percent of all murder suicides are um, by intimate partner. Ninety ninety four percent of murder of murder suicide victims are females. Mm. So that's just to go a little um, give you like some statistics of like what's really going on. Excuse me, y'all. And, you know, in the world out here, you know, and so many things play a part in domestic violence. Like there's mental health issues. Like there's so many things. Like you said, there's always a backstory. It's always a backstory. To why these things are happening. It's always a backstory. Um, so the other thing, um, what King had brief had um had mentioned, um, oh my goodness, it's eight forty. Yeah, that's why I had <laughs> like that. I didn't it's even the, know it was like eight. Juicy. Yeah, you know get, get juicy. Oh my goodness. So um You're right, too many selfish people in the world. Yep. yep. So really quick, because let me see, I had I had um printed this out. Oh. We're talking about like same sex, the LGBTQ. I don't really know what all them letters is. I ain't even gonna get into that part either. But that's what that is. Oh, but why? Right. I didn't. I just, didn't think they labeled people like that. I just thought you would just leave a Q off. You people accepting being labeled that? That's okay. Okay, so. Just to give you some st- some st- st- I can't even say some statistics <laughs> some statistics don't don't look at me like that Randy look <laughs> some some statistics I can't still can't say it for the second year close to the major- majority of forty seven point six percent of homicide victims were LGBTQ men. And a majority of homicide victims were identified as gay. Forty-seven point six percent as les as lesbians. And let I'm sorry. Forty-seven point six percent was gay, and twenty-eight point six percent were lesbians. So I mean, it doesn't matter what your sexual orientation is, whatever you decide, it's it, it, it just happens wherever. It's um. So yeah. So, um, but I did want to give out though that if you are experienced domestic uh, abuse, domestic violence, or you know somebody who is, um, 
they can you can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or their website www.thehotline.org. Again, that's 1-800-799-SAFE. Or thehotline.org. Or you can visit their website at www.ncadv.org. All right. So, again, I told you this is this episode is awareness. So, not only is it Domestic Violence Awareness Month, it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I had my pink um, shirt on the other day, too. Did you? Mm-hmm. I know. I forgot to wear my, my pink ribbon. Um the domestic violence, I mean, it, it was it was a good topic, and we spent so much time on it that I didn't really even know that the time was where it was. Yeah, like, but moving. you got to know, we got to talk about this. Like, so many things, so many things happen. What's wrong? They don't know the number. No, oh. so like, like, I'm getting new viewers <laughs> to pop up. I'm like, what's wrong? They don't know the number. Um, so yeah, this is definitely, definitely um, important things that we need to talk about. Um, you we can't just keep sweeping things under the rug. Um, we definitely have to talk about it, get more involved with it, um, share your story. You know, sometimes just sharing your story definitely um, can help another person. Okay, so moving right on to our next topic, which is breast cancer. About one in eight U.S. women, which is 12%, will develop invasive breast cancer over the course of her lifetime. My sister is a stage two survivor. That's dope. Yeah. That's good. I know. I, I got a, I, I think I know a stage three survivor. Her name's mm-hmm. Tiffany. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, she, you know, lost her, her, her breasts and. Went through the the tough, the, hug, the radiation, chemo and all of that. And she's out here. She's I'm talking about not missing a beat, man. I mean, I just think that that's just one of the worst things that's just taking our women out is breast cancer. Why? And it's it's it's, it's blacks. Yes. What's up with that? I'm seeing more. I see more and more black women, more and more African Americans with breast cancer. Maybe not. Maybe it's just me. But I think more and more have it. Um, It's fact. Is it an issue of preventative care? Like people aren't going to see their doctors for checkups and things like that? Partially. Yeah. I I would agree. I would definitely agree. Um, Because we just doctors. You got to get your mammograms, ladies. Yeah. Like I think I'm due for a mammogram. I'm due. I, I'm actually I'm overdue. I'm get overdue. your mammograms, get your pap smears, get all that. Because you need to have your mammogram. Your first mammogram, you should have it at the age of 40. That is when all women should go and get their very first mammogram. Yeah, she, wanted, she uh, Kia wanted to call in about uh, sexual abuse. Call in, Kia. Call in, Kia. It's 248-838-3661. I know it's backwards, but <laughs> hey, just bear with me. It's 248-838-3661. Call in. We'll definitely go back. Oh, it's a lot of men with breast cancer as well. Yes, there is. There is. There is. Um, Why is it taking over us so much? Be- like Randy, like Randy said, said a lot of, yes. Because, go to the doctor. Yes, go to the doctor. And I know we don't like the doctor. I, I go to the doctor it. more than my wife. I get it. We don't. I'm one. I'm a, I go every. I go twice a year. I'm a firm. I'm. A, I am that person that absolutely hates going to the doctors. I don't like it. I got white coat syndrome. I think that's. Is that what it's called? White coat syndrome. Yeah. And my, my doctor blood, I, is I, cool. I, I got mine is too. But I got to tell my doctor, hey, look, look, let me before she take my blood pressure. Look, let me get, sit in here and chill. Mm-hmm. She's like, you only been coming to me for two years. 
we I know each other. I got to get no, prepared. No, no, no. I just got to get prepared. Yeah, mentally, you know. mentally prepared. Three six six one. Sorry about that. Two four eight eight three eight three six six one. You're probably confusing when you put it up because it's backwards. I, they, they said that, but oh. that's why I kind of like stepped <laughs> through it. Two four eight eight three eight three six six one. Um, in 2019, an estimated 268. I said that wrong. Read that. In 2019, <laughs> an estimated 268,600 new cases of go. evasive breast cancer are expected to be diagnosed in women in the U.S., along with 62,930 new cases of non-evasive breast cancer. Breast cancer. Now, we can all the okay. So, I don't know. I, I guess my question is, what are some of the things that we can that we could do to avoid breast cancer? One, obviously, like Randy said, is we need to go to the we need to go to the doctors. We need to get our checkup. And then you also, as as men and women, we have to, we have to. It's okay to doctor yourself. You you have to know what to check for. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. You know what I mean? And then when you're doing you, your shower checks, yeah. everybody takes a shower every day. Check yourself every day. Mm-hmm. You know, even with men. And, you know, check your, your testicles, things of that nature. Like, you, you just have to know how to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, where's, which one's is mine? It doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter? Yeah. Just a second. The hosts are putting on headphones. Okay. I'm dropping stuff, y'all. <laughs> Hi, thank you for calling. Who are we speaking to? This is Kiara. Hey, how are hey, you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Hi, King. I'm uh, pretty good. I came in at the end of your conversation. Okay. What's your question? You? What's your comment or your your question? Um, I came at the end of the conversation, so I don't know exactly what you were talking about, but I did hear you say something about it being swept up under the rug. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that's why it is the norm, because I personally went through sexual abuse, and it's, it's almost as if it's a generational curse. Because it's what's up under the work so much that the perpetrator constantly, he does it to almost every generation in the family. Mm. And I think because the person who did it to me did it to my aunt, you know? Mm-hmm. And so no one ever took, no one ever took charge. Mm-hmm. You know, it took, it literally took me to come out, you know, when I was 17 and then again when I was 21 and just to my family, like, he, you know, he's a predator, period. Mm. So, um, I do feel like it's the lack of knowledge. I think parents are afraid to talk to their kids about it and tell them the right and wrong ways to be touched. Yes. And that is why when we get, when it's happening, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. You know, I was seven and it happened from the age I was seven to 10. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know, I knew it wasn't right. And then it was like, okay, this is my uncle. He loved me. I love him. You know what I'm saying? So, it's swept up under the rug, but then also parents do not teach their children the right and wrong ways mm-hmm. to be touched because right. it's such a scary subject. She is absolutely right. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I just got to ask, I mean, just, for, you know, that that affects how you even look at men today, right? I would, I would oh, def- definitely. I would def- it, yeah. it affects me every, in my everyday life. You know how I look mm-hmm. at men, my trust issues with people in general. It, it affects every relationship mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. and I'm finally at the age to where I'm really ready to push through it and overcome it and really you know I went through four therapists and I'm finally I had the first three were women 
And my fair faith I have now that I was absolutely scared to go to is a man. And I absolutely love my therapist. That's see, like, that's, that's growth. It gives that's, me complete life. That's growth within you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like to even get to that space to where you can even, you know, sit down with a man one-on-one and even talk about it. You know what I mean? I have a question for you. Yeah. Do you. Do you have any children? No, I do not. Okay. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, and that's another part is I'm 28. I don't have any children. And I'm almost scared to have kids because I'm afraid that I will be so overprotective over them. And yeah. I know it's not right, but it's just like I didn't have anyone to protect me. Even mm-hmm. when I told when I was mm-hmm. 17 and then when I was 21, he tried again. Mm, that was and so, years ago. yeah, and so I never felt a sense of protection from nobody but me. I feel like I've protected myself my entire life, and so I know I have to give that to my son, or I have to give that to my daughter, and I'm afraid that I will be overly protective over them. Well, let me so let me just, let me say this to you. I didn't mean to cut you off, but oh, you in this day and age that we living in right now. Ain't no such thing as being overprotective Mm-mm. of your kids. Mm-mm. You have to be overprotective of your kids. If right. this, this, if that never even happened to you, mm-hmm. it's just because just because it, you missed it. You know, it never happened to me. That doesn't mean that it, it can't happen to my children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, I mean, I I know you trust me as your brother, but right. Don't let that you know put you in a space to where you you feel like you know what i'm saying with the kids situation mm-hmm. because when you know when god says the time is right and that does you know if it does you allow that to happen it's okay to be protective of your children like i say especially yeah. and this is coming from a man you know a 40 year old man it's okay to protect your children mm-hmm. yeah i have to agree with king and say you know don't let that be the reason that you don't um you know have children Again, I never want to get too personal, but I I can relate to you on so many levels. Um, you know, like I was sexually abused too when I was younger. Um, not once, but twice. Um, and I have children, but here's the thing. I never had anyone to sit down and talk to me to explain these things to me, you know, but now that I am older and that I have children, trust me, me and that 12 year old. And before she was 12 year old, we had plenty of conversations. We mm-hmm. talked about, yeah. you know, different yeah, things I'm to like look that for. With my exactly. Mm-hmm. Same way with my son. You know, we, you know, we talked about these things and these signs to look for. And, you know, I even went as far as to say, Hey, if they say, you know, that they're going to harm your mom or harm your dad, you know, better than anybody. That's not going with your mom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's not going with your dad. So, um, it's kind of like these, you know, I don't want to say these things happen. (laughs) Everything happens for a reason. But, Mm -hmm. um, with that being said, though, um, you know, the signs. So when you have children and you, you know, the things that have happened to you. So it's not a subject that will be hard for you to discuss with yeah. your children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just, you know, I do feel like once parents, I'm actually, I actually wrote a children's book, um, teaching kids how the right and wrong ways to be touched. And then there's also a little booklet that's going to come. I'm not done with it, but there's a booklet that's going to come with it to help parents to teach their kids and how to talk about it. So, um, it just starts with like people just being fed up and is ready to do something about it. And I feel like, we can break a lot of generational purchase. Exactly. Lot of generational exactly. Exactly. So look, Kara, unfortunately we have to wrap up. This is such a, a, a dope topic, but I do want, I, 
want to connect with you because I want you to come in and talk with us and kick. Let's talk about this. Like, come on the podcast if you're interested. Introduce your book. Um, Yeah, introduce your book. Everything that you have going on because it's so needed. Like I said, so many things are swept under the rug, especially within our community that we need to start speaking up. We need to start Mm -hmm. speaking out about stuff like this. I thank you for calling in, man, and sharing that. No problem. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I I know somebody needed to hear that. Right. Thank you. Good Good night. night. Good night. Okay. Man, that was real deep. That was real deep. Okay, so I, I feel like that we need to come and do like a part. We, we have to do have a, part a part two. two. We definitely have to have a part two. Um, Randy gave me that whole, it's time to wrap up. Um, but yeah, we got to talk about this. So we're going to wrap up. We're going to end the, uh, end the podcast. Um, but re- connect with us, connect with us on Facebook at Real Podcast Detroit. Connect with us on Instagram at Real Podcast Detroit. King is working on movies. Um, Flint Tales is coming out. A whole bunch of dope, great stuff. Um, we will see you in two weeks. Two weeks. Have a good night.